Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and uh, it's exciting. It's Christmas time, and a lot of people are looking for a good Christmas read. And I'm excited to share with you about a new book that's just been released. Uh, Jana Gilham is the author. Uh, she's no stranger to Hope Is Here. We have her on once a year because she's a gifted writer, communicator, a musician, a worldwide traveler and she's got a new book called christmas at grand grands and jenna thank you so much for being with us uh, so excited about this new book tell me uh why did you decide to write this book greg thank you so much it's always fun to be on hope is here we always have a great time and i love what you guys do i think you have a powerful message and i think people need it and it's fun to participate with this message that goes with a Christmas theme that really the Lord dropped it on me when I'm traveling with my elderly parents and we're sitting at a Cracker Barrel of all places somewhere in Minnesota or not, not Minnesota, but somewhere. And I'm looking around going, what if, yeah. <laughs> what if we got trapped in this snowstorm and looking at all the stuff around the walls? How would any of that help us make our escape, or how would we survive? Who would be the people that would be showing up at that restaurant who might be travelers caught in a really, really bad snowstorm? And the fun thing that happened also was we we had a particular waiter that day who was this enthusiastic young man. He was getting ready to graduate, and I loved him. And I said, ah, oh, there's my character. <laughs> so his name was Chandler, and Chandler gets caught in the snowstorm. He's there on business. He he actually owns the restaurant or his investors own the restaurant and he's in charge and all these people start showing up and he's got to figure out what to do and how to take care of them. And Chandler's the Christian. They not, they aren't all necessarily Christ followers, but they show up and now he's got to take care of them. Well, one of the things, uh, about the book uh it happened it's based in a state very close to kentucky yes yeah west virginia i had to choose somewhere that was close but not too close (laughs) it's fictitious it's fictitious but i think you know people have so much associated with christmas emotionally and disappointments are bigger hopes are bigger everything's bigger and if you think about it you know We celebrate Christmas here in America really in three different ways. You know, we have the cultural Christmas. We have the commercial Christmas. And then we have the Christ in Christmas. Mm -hmm. And all of those intersect, and it's all muddled. But using story to try to tease out some of the nuances of that and what's important, what really, really matters. Mm -hmm. And that's what this story Christmas at Grand Grands is about. Well, I love uh, you talk about, you know, with your book when you you, know, you started reading it there and stuff. I just thought, uh, you know, talk about the restaurant and where that's things kind of happen there. It's closed. And yet uh, these two elderly ladies, uh, they come and show up while Chandler's there checking it out for his employer that's thinking about buying this property. And they're saying, well, the reason we pulled over is because the light was on out front. Yeah. And then he's like, no, it wasn't. No, we saw it from you. That's why we pulled up here. <laughs> and it just made me think, you know, sometimes God does things that, you know, there's no explanation other than it was just God. So even near the the beginning of the book and just reading that one of the first few chapters mm-hmm. that really kind of resonated with me so uh-huh. and that's kind of where you're telling people this christmas season to look where god's working maybe or showing up is that right he's always at work right whether we see it or not and i think keeping our eyes a little more open maybe in the unexpected ways is helpful 
right? And again, moving beyond our cultural or our commercial trappings of what we think Christmas is supposed to be into what is it truly about and that gift of Jesus. And what's fun is later on in the book, they're bored, right? I mean, they're stuck. They're waiting for rescue and they just have nothing to do and they have to kind of, you know, entertain each other. You know, there's no electricity anymore, right? And so they start telling stories. And they start telling stories of their own Christmas or their own background, where they came from. It's a wide variety of characters, including some people from overseas, um, and all on their own journeys. And as they share their stories, you know, Chandler, who is actually a Christian, is able to tell his background story and share scripturally the Christmas story right out of Luke. And it's so fun because the old ladies say, okay, after dinner, what you have to do is you have to read the Christmas story. Chandler, you know, you'll find a Bible, la, la, go get it, right? And so it was really fun to be able to work that in, but in a way that's not preachy, but still give that emphasis on what matters at Christmas. Mm. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is what matters at Christmas. Amen. Well, and I think one of the things that makes you a great writer is your background. Your parents were missionaries, and uh, you, you've you've lived in different places in the world, not just here in Lexington, Kentucky. We get caught up kind of in our little small corner of the world, which God's blessed us. A lot of beauty here, a lot of wonderful things, but uh, you're able to bring some of your international travels and where you've lived into this book. Is that right? Absolutely. I grew up in the Philippines, and my international characters, go figure, are from the Philippines. <laughs> But uh, one of them is a survivor of one of the big typhoons. You know, they have periodically have some really bad storms that go through there. And she's a survivor of Typhoon Yolanda, and she has her niece with her. And they're on their way to New York for their big opportunity. Her little niece is going to perform on stage, and, you know, she's trying to get her there. And she her plane has gone down in Amarillo, and it's, you know, they had to start renting a car and driving across country to make their appointment. So, you know, again, you have all these different themes of these people and then how they interact and share their different uh, backgrounds is makes it fun and I think people learn something too, right? Um, it helps us move beyond our own culture. Well, absolutely. And I think the thing, even, you know, starting out the book so many times, you know, life doesn't play out as we'd like to. And Chandler was just recently married, and yet his wife has to go home unexpectedly uh, for a family emergency with her mother. So he winds up, he's going to be spending Christmas alone unexpected, and, and they're newlyweds. So, right. you know, so I think a lot of people can relate to that, right? Just oh. how we've all had something happen at Christmas that kind of just derails our traditional Christmas plan. The biggest Christmas disasters always end up being those later Christmas stories, right? Like, I remember the year I'm like 10 years old or something, and my sister's got typhoid fever, and everybody's hundreds of miles away with her in the hospital, and I'm at home basically in charge of doing, getting everything ready. <laughs> As a 10-year-old, you know, wow. get the tree decorated. You know, we were fine. There were people looking after me. But, you know, yeah. those yeah. things are that you remember that at the time were disastrous. That was not how anybody wanted to spend Christmas. And every year there's somebody or our own selves who are spending Christmas in a way that we didn't want to. Somebody has died. Some big event catastrophe has happened. You've lost a job. You've gone through a divorce, whatever. And it's Christmas. And Christmas is supposed to be happy. And you're not happy. What are you going to do, right? 
And there's a lot of people, and especially, you know, coming off the tail end of the pandemic, who have gone through some really horrific experiences. And again, what you guys do with Hope is here to bring that message constantly that no matter, no matter the circumstances, God has never stopped looking after you. God has never stopped caring. And God wants to encourage us and remember, hey, I gave up the most precious thing I had, my son, which you celebrate at Christmas, so you could have hope. Amen. I came after you. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Amen. Mm-hmm. I love it. Just tuned in. We're talking with Jana Gilham. She is the author of a new book called Christmas at Grand Grands. Really want to encourage you to get a copy of that. It'd be a great Christmas read, a great gift for somebody. We'll give you information about how to get that here at the end of the program. If you're driving, don't worry. We'll list that also on the podcast copy of this program. But, you know, uh, one of the things that I like about your book is you, you really show you know, what, what Christmas is really about. Yeah, I mean, we all get so caught up in the, and by the way, Pinterest is dangerous. <laughs> it's fun. However, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect to be wonderful. And I think getting your kids involved and letting them do their thing without it having to be picture perfect, what are they going to remember? Are they going to remember that the tree was symmetrical and blue and gold and green and whatever? Or are they going to remember that relationship? relationships uh so agree with it it's amazing you're talking about chandler reading uh, the character main character in the book reading the christmas story in luke i can remember that my father uh he would read the christmas story to us as kids yet my father didn't become a, a follower of jesus to almost the age of 50 wow yeah it was amazing that memory we have mm. of him reading that and doing it by candlelight and mm. his eyesight got not as good like a lot of us we get older uh, having lots of candles around that but uh i do remember that great memories and you know another thing i think that you bring to, to life in your book is we don't really need all that frou-frou stuff do we to celebrate christmas no no and you know commercial christmas cultural christmas these things are big around us and some of that's fun and it's okay as long as it doesn't become the goal and the focus and i think you know even in your neighborhood and you see the decorations out there and you're like, okay, is it keeping up with the Joneses or is it displaying something that is indicative of your celebration and what's meaningful to you, right? So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, one of the things I love about this book is, you know, you help to show that, you know, there's no one that God can't reach, right? Right. Absolutely. Again, back to some of the characters, and this was part of the fun of writing the book, is examining who these characters are and where they've come from. And some of them have some kind of tough backgrounds. However, in the process of hearing their story and hearing how they interact with one another, you start to get a glimpse of, oh, there's some hope for this character. You know, God is at work, whether I see it or not. And the fun thing about the book is you can read it on a couple of different levels. You can read it at a completely superficial level as if it was your Christmas beach read, right? (laughs) That you pull out and you sit in the sand under your little umbrella and you read it and it's fun and fast and you're done. Or you can start thinking about where did these people come from? Where are they going? And how is God intersecting with them in the process? Mm. Amen. Amen. 
Well, I know you really be encouraged by this, and I guess the question yeah, I just want to ask you, I know that people are listening or thinking, why would listeners want to buy this book, Christmas at Grand Grants? Yeah, so one, it could be your Christmas beach read, and that's fine. <laughs> you could read it at a, at a little bit deeper level, and that's fine, too. And if you have a book club and you want me to come in and lead a discussion with you guys, give me a shout. Happy to do that. My contact information will be available easily. And you can also um, give it as a wonderful gift. Again, your friend who may be a cultural Christian or a great commercial Christian or maybe not any whatever, but you know that they enjoy Christmas. Hey, it's not preachy, but it's the message is there and that they might enjoy it a whole lot. Well, I think that's what's great about it. wherever you're at. Like you said, mm-hmm. it, it has a Christmas message, but it's not in your face. It's not uh, in Christianese, <laughs> I'll call it. You know, it's a really, really uh, easy, comfortable read with a lot of really, really great stories and people that there'll be somebody you can definitely relate to. Well, I'm obviously, I know our listeners say, hey, I want to get a copy of this book, Christmas at Grand Grands. Uh, what's the best way for our listeners to get a copy of this book? The easiest way to get it right now is on Amazon. And you can download it right to your Kindle as we speak. It's actually on a promotional price this week for early Christmas shopping. (laughs) So feel free to do that. I am eagerly awaiting a shipment to my door of a box of books. And when those come in, I'll be signing those copies and getting them into the hands of whoever wants them. You can email me for that. And um, those will be a little more expensive because I'm including shipping and handling. And so they can be mailed directly to you or to your recipient of choice if you're sending it to somebody that's in the U.S. So those are the ways to get them. Reach out. All right. Well, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, maybe that hard person to shop for, or you're just saying, you know what, man, I need something uplifting for Christmas myself. I want to encourage you to get a copy of Christmas at Grand Grands. Uh, it's by Jana Gilham. She's been our guest today. Uh, you may remember her. She was also the author of The Art of Farewell. And I uh, hope you go check out her website, jannagilham.com. That's Jana Gilham, G-I-L-L-H-A-M.com. For Jenna Gilham, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Want to get in the Christmas spirit? Come visit the O Come Let Us Adore Him Nativity Displays at the Gardenside Christian Church on December 8th and 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. See over a hundred nativity sets from all over the world as we prepare our heart for the arrival of our Savior Jesus this Christmas. There will be Christmas music each night, including a special Christmas concert on Friday at 7 p.m. by Grace Times 4. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington on December 8th through the 10th.